You're listening to the Fear of the Southwest podcast. This is Drew. I'm Stephanie. Alan. I'm Ryan. Welcome to another episode, season four. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, Alan, we permitted you to be here. <laughs> After all the non-sensory that happened Thanks last for time. Having me back. <laughs> Thanks. This is Alan's fourth ban. Mm. <laughs> Can we get a round of applause for Alan? Yeah. <laughs> Guys, quit masturbating. As Drew looks for a, a clapping button that doesn't exist. <laughs> There's every oh, button no. but that. No. I took the clapping one off for the X-Files, I think. Oh. Mm. That button was the clap. We didn't think we'd need it's the gone. clap. We need more buttons. Uh-huh. Drew needs more time to actually program buttons. Anyways. <laughs> Don't put colorful buttons in front of me. Bad idea. <laughs> it's a bad I, idea. I wouldn't. Ooh. Anyways, um, tonight's topic. You guys have all seen the Conjuring movies, right? Yeah. yeah. And other movies. <laughs> <laughs> seen some TV shows too. The Conjuring and more. Mostly YouTube. I haven't seen that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right. So the Conjuring is pretty much based off. Um, Real life events. Mm-hmm. Um, famous cases from Ed and Lorraine Warren. Yep. Um, I think maybe tonight we could talk about the movies versus the real well, life stories. Yeah, we were. Uh, we could talk about other ones too. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Exorcist. Yeah, all of. Yeah, we mm-hmm. can talk about it. There is so much to cover. Yeah, but I don't know. It's interesting too. I that mean, is fascinating. It, yeah, a lot of times people people um, tend to tend to think that these movies are like a play for play. Uh, I don't know, like yeah, someone like writing up the you story, mm-hmm. you know, thinking it up is like, nah, this is actual stuff. Yeah, I, this I, is what actually happened. And how- um, before we get any further, episode, um, if you guys haven't seen the new Conjuring Three, The Devil Made Me Do It, there might be some spoilers. So if you did, haven't watched it, stop this, do it? watch it, and then come back. Yeah. <laughs> if the devil made them do it, I'm going to be mad because then the title's a spoiler. Mm-hmm. You didn't know the title of it? It's the name of the case. I'm just saying. Ryan's about to get edumacated. Yeah. yeah. I'm about to learn <laughs> me something. God is Miranda edumacation. I do know about the background behind the story, though. What do you know? Well... I believe it was what, like, like eighteen forty or something. There's this lady. Stop. It wasn't stop for you. Butcher yeah. it more or something. Yeah, it was old timesies. Nineteen eighty one. Nineteen eighty one for, for that. The Conjuring three. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the original oh, house the where first, the original Conjuring, one. like the backstory behind the whole movie yeah, as a whole, weird. like the real life equivalent. Yeah, the Bathsheba stuff. Yeah. Yeah, Bathsheba. Bathsheba. Yeah. She got married to this dude in this house, and uh, stories differentiate. Apparently, she had like a couple kids that all died be- before the age of seven, but um, it's kind of hit or miss with stuff, you know, from way back then kids, with records sure. and whatnot. But there was one kid that she was, her husband caught her trying to like sacrifice it to the devil. Mm-hmm. And some say that she actually succeeded. Some some say that the father stopped her, but she yeah. was like upset by being caught, and she yeeted out of life and hung <laughs> yeah. herself mm-hmm. and cursed yeah. the land. Rage quit from yeah. life. Yeah, she just she was just like you know control delete, 
mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> curse the land and is like anyone who lives on this on the on my land is gonna die a horrible death. Mm-hmm. And like seven families after that all died. But they also really weird and bizarre they also deaths. tied that other kid to her as well. Like some kid that she was that died in her care as a babysitter. That's right. That's where and a lot of the stuff it, came and from. And they found a tiny little hole, like a the hole from a ice pick or a sewing needle mm-hmm. in the animal, or in the case of his head. head. Yeah. Now I'm going to, a little side note for a second, well, the thoughts in my head. This is the same room. The last time we had this board out recorded here, we did pick up an EVP. Yeah, we did. So I challenge our listeners, us as a team, to see if we hear anything during a recording. Mm -hmm. Because we did get some really good EVP last time we had this board out running in this room. I'll be listening. (laughs) <laughs> I, mean, I don't know if it's Hard my imagination, I but I do feel like a weird cold draft in here. Yeah, this room is the coldest room of the house. Um, I like even it. before we had AC, this room always stayed cooler. So it's a haunted room. Um, cool. Actually, there have been that saves a it. lot yes, of this, money on like yeah. air conditioning. Yeah, don't don't get AC. I, get I, a I ghost. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Save yourself thousands of dollars and hire yourself. They pay, the for, them, they, they pay for themselves in a place like this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you can hire one online with one of those online service things. Mm-hmm. Looking for ghosts. Keep my <laughs> place cool. You got Ghostbusters and you got... There's still going to be, you know, better tenants than anyone else who would be in here. So <laughs> on the topic, when I first moved here, I didn't have much. I didn't have much at all. And this was the room I slept in because I didn't have a bed. And Mm so I use the sleeping bag in here because everywhere else is hardboard floor or tile. And I woke up at 2.30 in the morning because I was hearing strange sounds coming from this area here. Now I think it was the neighbors. They run a food truck and it was a Friday when I moved in. So sometimes they stay out late for, you know, people who are partying and stuff. But almost right away I noticed, oh, there's a vibe in this house. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, when the first time I came came over here, the vibe was like instant. Mm-hmm. And this this room, this room does have energy. But anyways, <laughs> I really got to start sacrificing people in here. It's got this whole aesthetic, and I really like. Yeah, we might be able to. <laughs> <laughs> we might be able to curse the land. I haven't try hard showed enough. you my spooky village mm-hmm. yet. <laughs> We'll be famous. <laughs> <laughs> Alan's like, like spooky re- village. What? I just got like real, like little kid feelings. <laughs> got so excited. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's spooky too. Yeah. Spooky. Yeah, it's got spooky. a lot of weird stuff spooky. in here. Uh, yeah, this spooky. is a painting from one of my students. And that's uh, a yoga ball we rescued from the road. That is. Yeah. <laughs> I do my balance it's the balls. Andy on here. Warhol take on on uh, Frankenstein. Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like it. But anyways. And our artwork's in here. Oh, yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. I remember that. I did that. You did that. I did that. Told you to be safe. Yeah. yeah. Put it in the creepy room. It's weird mm-hmm. seeing my art on a wall. <laughs> How does it make you feel? It's usually in the trash. <laughs> I hope it's haunting the ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, they're talking about us. We got to go. <laughs> All right. So, well, oh yeah, we were talking about the Conjuring and real life versus movies. Yeah. 
Well, apparently... Come on, guys. Where's your energy? God! Sorry, we derailed for a second. It usually takes us about 35 (laughs) seconds to pull it back on track. But, but, yeah, apparently seven seven families died horribly in weird ways after. And... uh, I don't know about that. I don't know. Something like that. (laughs) (laughs) Alan does not know All we know is that people died (laughs) Yeah people died and that Like the families actually did die in that that place There was several murders and one suicide They said I thought Mm -hmm. Yeah Yeah. Yeah, Let's talk about the movie So for on one let's talk about that The movie Okay. Um, Do you guys think They stuck pretty accurately To you know what records There were or do you think it was you know, Hollywoodized. Oh, for the first one? Mm-hmm. Definitely. There's there's this uh, kind of uh, narrative to the movies that don't, that didn't really come into play in the actual story. But a lot of the surrounding facts are are um, are well represented. So more or less, yeah, they did a pretty good job. Yeah, it was like a, a made up family in a made up situation in a house that actually exists. It was like, it was kind of strange, you know, like there's a, there was the two families, the, the, the two families, the one in the house and, and the, uh, Warrens, um, were still the one, uh, I mean, they were still the focuses. Yeah. It was, a, it was, they were helping out a family under siege, paranormal attack, I think. Seems to be a theme. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, I think in regards to historical accuracy, I want to say number one was probably the closest. Um, I think after that, they still kept some of the real stuff, but it got a little more Hollywood, Hollywoodized, I guess. Yeah. I wish that they kept uh, Annabelle as like a Raggedy Ann doll, because that's what it was. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That one I was like, "Mm, no. It. That it, I think it's it's cool because it's not something that looks like some terrifying yeah. toy, but it's a raggedy it has this energy to it, right? Yeah. So I wonder if you would actually be able to feel out which one of them is bad, like Annabelle, if there were a bunch of them in the room. Yeah, I used to have a raggedy doll. Yeah, that's what my say. grandparents yeah. did too. Is, is raggedy Ann dolls don't really strike me as scary. Yeah. Though. like if you no. actually looked up the real pictures for the for the animal that they're talking about, does not look menacing at all. Like mm-hmm. it's it's not like a, any of the other Letta. It's dolls. not like Peggy. No, no. Peggy. Yeah, Robert. <laughs> Letta. No. Robert. Yeah. Robert's definitely creepy. Oh yeah, he's definitely um, check out that episode. We talked about a lot of the haunted Letta, dolls. Joliet. Joliet, mm-hmm. the one that kills the like the firstborn sons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, man. That. Those look terrifying. That yeah, one haunted doll that Raggedy strangled Ann that boy in not. the movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Remember that one? The clown. Yeah, the, the clown, clown that uh, almost killed a, yeah. a boy on set. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. You guys saw that in the flesh, right? Yeah, we did. Yeah. I, I would mm-hmm. be studying the origin of that doll. I don't know why they don't. They're like, hmm, you know, this doll tried to kill the boy. <laughs> strange. <laughs> yeah, Where did we get this doll thing. again? A makes thrift shop, you say? Now, little side note, that doll... And in the museum was literally nailed. Yeah, it was nailed to the wall. Hands and feet and head were all nailed. Mm. Like this thing can't move. Like iron nails? Yeah. Faye. Mm-hmm. Another Faye reference. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. yeah, for those who didn't check out that episode. Yeah, the sauce fairy. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you want to learn about the sauce fairy, okay. Check it so out. That, that's the first one that we've come in kind of on what, on how real we think this story was. Um, Enfield, the Enfield case. It's the second one, right? Yep. What are you guys' thoughts on that one? I think it's a lot more controversial generally. Yeah, that one is a controversial one. Um, Creepy. Um, Tell me about it. I'm unfamiliar with this one in particular. um, It's on Green Street in in England um, in the 60s, I believe. And the Warrens were there helping out a family with, I think, like five children. Um, And... One of them ended up sort of coming under spiritual possession, and um, they had some they, they had some firsts, like the first time that a, a haunting has been has been investigated by the police, and they they told it was legitimate, which is something that comes in in the third one, right? Yes, uh, yeah. in a different aspect. We'll get to the third one though, but yeah, but other, in other ways, um, they proved at one point. That the girl, that at least one of the girls did fake something. Um, they they uh, in the movie they make it seem like it's like a red herring to make them go home. The Warrens go home, like because it was a hoax or whatnot. But um, she just felt left out. I think it was just. I, I think I think the girl started smashing some stuff and saying that she was she wasn't doing it. Mm-hmm. Um. Play for attention or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I don't know how it really. I don't remember Valak having much to do with that, or Adramelik. It's a demon. Oh, um, Valak! I like that one. It's an interesting. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it, creepy. In 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 that, I, I think that the Enfield case is interesting. You you have you have some some real phenomena. You have some lies surrounding it you have cops sending people to the church <laughs> right because they can't do anything about it yeah and then does the nun appear in that one right the yeah. second one yeah 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 apparently in that one it did something they that um from Am- the amidville case mm-hmm. um but i mean there there's some good there's it's like i said it's controversial it is really creepy when you listen to the recordings. Yeah, from from that girl speaking in in uh, an old man's voice. Yeah, it's definitely creepy. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, the, you got the Enfield case for number two, mm-hmm. and you got the remake of Annabelle, which I'm not even gonna go there because I mean, that was I, that was probably the most come, Hollywoodized. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I mean, I don't know about the. The Annabelle, I don't know about the first Annabelle, uh, Amityville, or <laughs> Annabelle movie. <laughs> wow. How about that one? That was interesting watching you struggle on that one, buddy. Yeah. Glad you got it out. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of the Amityville well, Annabelle? Amityville. Amityville, too. Amityville, Annabelle. Everyone hung out at the Amityville haunting, <laughs> including Annabelle. Yes. Um, I've got that tongue twister out of my head. <laughs> I also don't know, like, is anything about the the creation, and Annabelle creation, like, based in life? I don't think so. 
I think those new Annabelle movies are pretty much pure Hollywood with very faint references to some of the stuff Annabelle was known for. Mm-hmm. Like, you throw her out, she shows back up. Um, mm-hmm. Like, stuff like that. As yeah. far as storyline bases, I'm not sh- I don't, I'm pretty sure it was pretty Hollywood, Hollywood, Hollywoodized. Yeah. It was supposed to be like a, just a popular, scary movie, not really a reference. Okay, well, since it does come in between, at the beginning of the, the, or the second Conjuring movie, um, like, why don't we uh, talk, like, briefly talk on the Amityville case, right? Amityville horror. I mean, the Warrens worked it, that, um, and they weren't the only one. Um, uh, what's his name? Uh, the guy from Haunted Collector. Um, I'm bad with names anyways, so yeah. <laughs> you're 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 worse off asking me anything about names. Yeah, I'm, I'm names and names. The bad one with Amityville, they have photos, they have mm-hmm. proof mm-hmm. of haunting or you know, proof of something that was there and just the things that happened there and it was it ended up in time sequences, like every day there was repetitive things. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, apparently all the sets end up pretty well haunted too. Yeah, they did. Well, um, Steve and you know, something? I have no John, book. John Zaffis, John Zaffis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like the the those two figures, um, or the the Warrens and John Zaffis, like the two biggest celebrities in the in that whole, you know. Yeah, yeah. That that whole Amityville's is oh. scary. Haunting yeah. and like like Steph said, like is very like on a time basis, mm-hmm. so it's very much like a residual, um, a residual haunting. haunting. Yeah. So what's the difference between these kind of hauntings and then like uh, you know uh, hauntings like the Poltergeist? Okay, movies? well Poltergeist is literally described. And Poltergeist is basically like a very act. Like we're gonna throw plates out of your cabinet. Very active, moving stuff. There's um, a. They're like the feisty ghost. They're aggressive, aggressive, yeah. um, and sometimes yeah. demo- you know more of a demonic presence. Uh, um, mm. Often, what people believe about poltergeist activity is it's not necessarily linked to um, like ghosts. A lot of people believe that it's like energy from mm-hmm. from girls, like mm-hmm. mostly little girls, uh, who end up having this this sort of uh, telekinesis about their emotions. I've heard that. Yeah, heard we've that we've talked about that. Yeah. We've talked mm-hmm. about types of hauntings. Nothing scarier than an evil, evil little girl. And, and that's what that's basically what. The and there's Annabelle. Case is. <laughs> yeah. Mm. in doll form. But anyways. Okay. So, so residual haunting would be like repetitive. Okay. So it's just the energy. You know, sometimes residual like this ghost comes around like on the anniversary of their death. Or like every every night at three thirty a.m. They you're going to hear plane. the cabinets or 315 open, or, or, or you 315 wake up or and you walk around the house, or you wake up from sleepwalking and you're in another room. You know, it's it's things like they, that. Uh, residual. Think of repeat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And demons like they come after you, so like that's more of a haunted doll. When uh, you know, demonic or, possession. Uh, when they're making one of possession. the movies. Uh, all the actors end up dealing with that. Yeah, they, they end, end up, up experiencing getting bad dreams and terrible, terrible mm-hmm. sleep. And they're they're waking up every night, at three o'clock in the morning. That, that energy 
tends to people die on the set. People die shortly after filming wraps. Um, Lose loss of sanity. Yeah, some people yeah, end up going in especially uh, in Poltergeist case. But mm-hmm. that 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 case isn't based in in reality. And you always hear about actors to make a real roles get to them, and they end up, you know, overdosing, committing suicide, self harm, Mm -hmm. or they end up cursed. Yeah, that's true too. So how did Mm -hmm. how did Amityville start? I mean, I don't know. I don't really know. Amityville. (laughs) Amityville. Amityville. Yeah. The people who own Amity, the the house now, they had to go and they had to change it because of people constantly coming over, oh, trying to see it. it, trying to break into the home, trying to take artifacts from the home. And mm-hmm. some people would try to bless it, burn it down. And so they had to actually change its features. But it's mm-hmm. still there. It's still there right now. I just I mean, find it. it it's a demonic possession story. So yeah, the Amityville? Yeah I, yeah, I know the story. But I'm saying, like, how did. How does it actually begin in real life? Did it is any of that Ketchum stuff? The the this serial killer who who um, worked in the house or owned the house and um, the and like the, the Lutz distant is house. so-called whorehouse continues to fascinate the public. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so the I, Lutz, but I, and then the, the most most of the knowledge about the case comes from when Ronnie DeFeo killed his family. Yes, yep. Ronald DeFeo Jr. killed all of his family, mm-hmm. gunned down his parents and four siblings there on November thirteenth, nineteen seventy four. It went room to room with a gun for yep. sure, a rifle. He did, and he did it at a specific time. And when mm-hmm. the Lutz family lived there, the male, the father, would wake up at that time mm-hmm. and sometimes not uh, even realize. Mm-hmm. At Slepwalk or where oh, he was. Oh, they should have cleaned he their rooms. In, in, okay, this is confusing. Court. This is, I'm reading off New York Post. So this is Ronald DeFeo Jr., then 23, gunned down his parents and four siblings there on November 13th, 1974. The notorious mm-hmm. killer died behind bars on March 12th, 1969. How the hell did he kill him if he was dead six years prior? Zombies. What? <laughs> And I think he didn't he claim that he didn't do it at yeah, some point. He, he said he, he was at a bar he and he about, came home late. He talked about hearing the devil talk to That's him. Right, and yeah. he talked about how how he didn't even um like uh know where the gun was that had been taken. Did anyone hear that? <laughs> mm. It's the car. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um and he says that he was listening to the voices and and this man, this being, this man, who he was listening to with purple hands, gave him his the gun that he didn't know where it was in the house because uh, Big Ron had taken it from him. Okay, so there, there there's some and serious. Big typos. Ron was it was a really abusive guy. Yeah, and it, it really pushed Ronnie to the to the edge. He Ronald DeFeo died in his prison cell March twelfth, twenty twenty one. Yeah. So. Not he died to. when? <laughs> they say he died in 1969. Now he's dead in 2021? No. He, obviously, he died in 2021. They just did a... Probably a typo, typo that you saw. They were wrong. Yeah. <laughs> After that, I know some of the stuff. Um, the Lutzes, uh, the, the father of the Lutz, of the Lutzes started acting in a very similar manner. Yes. Very uh, aggressive. started wigging out. Um, mm-hmm. 
And he was the stepfather. I think he was killing. He killed a number of their pets too. Yeah, that's right. Like I think there was like a rabbit or something that. that, that, Mm -hmm. Well, that's just good eating. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I mean that's the idea. He's he's sort of being driven towards murder by the the forces in the house. Or he was really hungry. (laughs) Yeah, or or that. And it's funny. I was just reading. He was experiencing the same experience like three thirty in the morning every night. Yeah, that's and like his wife would turn into an old lady and levitate. Mm Hmm. Huh. Uh, there's a yeah. lot of stuff. Yeah. There's, there's a, a lot, lot of things, and the family was actually yeah. under attack. They were under yeah. attack to the point where they, um, you know, had to give false names a lot of the yeah. time because they were harassed, and people told them that they were making it up and that they were crazy, and because they literally left in the middle of the night, they left their belongings, and that was it for them. And I know that the oh man. I know that the youngest daughter had some really creepy stuff going on in mm-hmm. the Amityville house. She, uh, um, she had this like stuffed pig. Oh, and that's right. She said pig. that there there is this like scary man, like an old man, attached to the pig. And so when she, when they would see the pig in the room, that's him in there too, attached to this little pig doll. And it, oh, so, it was a pig doll. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And oh, it so, needed to be burned. Yeah, this You're little toy it. and. And they, uh, she started talking about what he looked like, and it was like a scary old man, like a dead mm-hmm. guy. And the parents would go and see her talking to the pig in the room in a in a rocking chair that's rocking. So, yeah, no. And then there was also like little little like Jolie or Josie um, of the of um, the DeFeos was killed in that same room, and. May have been like the first owner of the toy. Dang. Yeah, I mean that's crazy. I just don't know if that whole uh, like backstory about the the psycho preacher Ketchum killing all the native people there. I don't know if any of that's that that comes from fact or history. I'm not sure entirely, actually. Okay. Well, I mean that's our kind of take on that one. Well, you guys, you guys were the ones who have seen the the third one. Mm-hmm. What did you guys think of it? Have you seen it? No. Nope. Have you seen it? Nope, nope, nope. I thought we were all on the same page that we saw it. No, I mean, I didn't want to because of that. Yeah. Douche. I thought you, I thought you watched it. I told, I told yeah, you. Yeah, you're spoiling should. all kinds of things for us. Because <laughs> you said We just got to sit here and I take it. I was going to wait. I was going to wait. Um, yeah, we are going to wait. You guys said that you didn't, or when that uh, you didn't have internet that was working at the moment. Yeah, then I was like, we're watching it now. Exactly. Yeah. And when that was going on, I had to do stuff for Shannon, so... I just figured this way we'd at least be able to to have come to the, the <laughs> meeting with two different sets of uh, memories, <laughs> right? All right. So the third one, um, the conjuring the devil made made me do it. Mm-hmm. Again, possession story. Okay, our um, Artie Johnson. Okay, yes. um, it starts as a Ed and Lorraine were investigating this possession. And it was actually a little boy named David. And after like so many times, you know, of trying to um, exercise the beast, you know, the demon out of him, and like he can't take it. And Artie was very close to in the the family. Yeah, he was close to the family. And the boy had been possessed for over a year. Yeah. And at one point, he just was like, take me, not the boy, leave him alone. And it does. Okay. It switches from. The little bo- the boy 
to Artie. Now, what ends up happening, like in the movie, that like, you know, they go into that. He he takes over the possession. Um, the boy recovers fine. Da- well, David already gets takes on the demon. Okay. Um, now, like if you're familiar, like at the museum, the rocking chair from that house, you know, oh, we see him there all the time, is not mentioned at all in the movie. Not there at is all. not mm-hmm. one rocking chair in that movie because I looked. Oh, that's disappointing. And they have that rocking chair at the museum. We we, we talked about that. Mm-hmm. So n- no appearances of that chair, that scenario at all in the movie. The closest thing to it is that they do an exorcism on top of a, a dining room table. table yeah. Um, that's the only kind of reference that he was held down on something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, they, they also said like they see the demon in the rocking chair. Like that was, mm-hmm. he's sitting there right now. Like in the record, he's sitting there. Like, um, so I was kind of curious chair. if, I was kind of curious to see if that reference would um, come to be, mm-hmm. being as it's, you know, the most popular museum in the U.S. right now. But with that being said... The most... Uh, not the Museum of Natural History? No. No. <laughs> okay. That's more so, the Museum of the Paranormal History. More yeah. Like it. Um, so 10 years ago. <laughs> um, the acting was good. The story stuck to a lot of the key points. Um, already, you know... Being possessed and mm-hmm. killing the landlord. The landlord's shit faced drunk. Yeah, so what ended up happening is he invited this spirit into his body. Mm-hmm. By inviting the spirit into the body, it naturally was like, sure, why not? You know, that's what it's there for. Mm-hmm. This guy stabbed his landlord 22 Two times. times. 22 this, times. And did he kill him? Maybe. He kills him. And oh, yeah. he is found on the side of the road. Covered in blood, not really recalling what happened. He tells the officer, "I may have hurt somebody." Yeah, and when he goes to jail, they start. They start. They right away. They want to seek the death penalty if he's guilty because this is um, what 1981. Yeah, yeah, and so um, they they were seeking, you know, the electric chair, and so they had this. Um, they reached out, and the lawyer pretty much said, "If you can prove to me that this was some type of demonic possession," and she was very skeptical about it. And then the Warren's like, "Well, come to our, come to our place for dinner. We'll prove it." Yeah, and to prove it, she wanted to play the recordings of from the little boy's possession and their exorcism on him. And so once that happened, she agreed to um, to try to defend him, to get him away from the death penalty, and even. Um, well, in the movie, it shows that even in the prison, he experienced possessions. He was haunted. Um, things would happen. There Monkey's was witnesses. Still on his back, huh? Mm-hmm. But then there's a twist, kind of a twist. Now, the movie portrays it as demonic possession, but controlled by yeah. a, a witch, basically a very mm. strong. Which that's that that's all Warren stuff. Um, they 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 had a big thing for witches. I mean, that's why their and they, their the first item library was called the occult mm-hmm. the occult museum. The, the basically, the only way to stop this thing is basically break the um, the altar, altar in which the witch the, casted this spell. spell. Yep, 
And one of the spells she casted, it needed an innocent, which was a child. It needed a murder and it needed a suicide. And in order for the spell to, um, or the curse to fully be completed, that's what had to happen. And so the little boy was possessed. Arnie invited it into him. And there was another girl in the movie who... Um, that ending scene at the end of The Exorcist, take me, take yeah. me. And then sure enough, yeah. Um, and so there was another girl who was possessed. She met with an old friend. Um, they had gone to separate colleges and they met in the, the woods and she gave this friend a gift. And as soon as the friend received the gift, she stabbed her 22 times. Dang. And then she ran to And then she ran the to what her What was death. the gift? And the crazy thing is this happened in Danvers, Massachusetts. And Danvers, Massachusetts, as we know, is close to um, Salem. And a lot of the, the women who were convicted of witchcraft were executed in Danvers as well as held in prison. They were held throughout Salem, Danvers, and Boston. So the witch theme of the movie, that kind of matched the history of that area, that location. And the gift that you asked about, I think, what was it, jewelry? I want to say it was like a jewelry or a pig or something. Yeah, it was something. Like- and then she just stabs her 22 times, runs to the cliff in the river, and it ended up being because of Lorraine's visions that they found the body because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. they had no idea. She was at that point missing for a little while, and she had a vision of what happened, and then she just took off running. The movie, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I'm not really super familiar with the full story. I don't know if the witch was actually the reason for the, mm-hmm. the possession, but it made for it was a good movie. It was very scary. Um, as far as accuracy, I think it's a little bit of both. A little bit of both. It was a good, it was a good combo. You got yeah. you got got some good Hollywood horror, and then some really good references to Ed Lorraine's work. But no rocking chair. But no rocking. But there's chair. no rocking chair in the movie. Which. Apparently, is a powerful piece of. At oh. the end of the movie, though, at the very end, they showed pictures mm-hmm. of the actual people it's based on, and then they show they did play a recording. They did. They play played the recording. a recording of the exorcism, but it was different from the one that we heard at the museum. Yeah, it wasn't the same. It one wasn't we the same one. But obviously, we like we mentioned, this was also the first case the court brought demonic possession as the reason for mm-hmm. the murder yeah instead he was um he was convicted of manslaughter and he served uh five years just a few uh, years yeah. in prison um and he married into the family he married and they um i guess they're still married so remember, if you have a landlord that just won't chill out, <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't try that one because obviously it's not a good sign. Everyone's going to know exactly what you're referencing. Your landlord is here with us. <laughs> um, Your landlord floats down here. <laughs> as, as far as accuracy, it wasn't too bad. Um, obviously, there was another interesting part of the movie how Ed was having like health issues, like he was yeah, in the he hospital, to have heart problems. Issues. And like Lorraine took off running during that vision, and like I was like, "Oh shit, he's gonna pass!" Like he's gonna pass out again. But I think it'd be scary to have visions. Okay, so like, it's like a 
That, that, that's the scariest part of, of it all is, you know, it was just like Lorian's being kind of like the main protagonist of this. Oh, the funeral. Uh, of, of this whole universe that that Hollywood's creating. And it's just mm. like, man, just... like one minute I'm just sitting on the sofa. Then I'm sitting in a black swamp talking to a demon, you know, mm-hmm. like. The just... funeral home scene in this yeah. movie is creepy AF. Yeah. That was the scary part. What does AF mean? <laughs> <laughs> Ass fuck. Ass fuck. Okay. Creepy as fuck. Mm. Yeah, that that creepy like, ass fucking. And, that. <laughs> and you and you actually hear about this a lot, where a lot of paranormal investigators or people who are into, you know, they do, you know, psychic fairs, they do tarot card readings, healing, and stuff like that. A lot of them do suffer from a lot of health ailments at some point, and I honestly think it's because they absorb so much negative energy. They're around so much negativity. Eventually, if you don't know They're how to take care on of a it, battery of it, yeah. Right? it will affect the body. And a lot of these people end up having heart problems. That very true. They have heart problems, gut problems, memory loss at some point. Well, I mean, in, in a lot of the culture that surrounds the occult, innards and organs are all, mm-hmm. always a source of power, like disembowelment, you know, well, think about it. The hearts of different What's, animals. What is that one of the biggest the energy sources for any paranormal? Water. What is humans made out of? Water. Like ninety percent water, right? Eighty percent water, whatever it is. And like three percent GMOs. <laughs> <laughs> Artificial flavors. <laughs> you know, it takes longer for a human body to, to decompose nowadays because of how I much heard fast of that, food all we the eat. Preservatives and the yeah. Yeah. It's gross. I've never heard of that until right now. Yeah. It's going to make us stronger zombies. <laughs> <laughs> Sucks for you in real life, but he'll be a hell of a zombie. I mean, I, I agree. I, 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 yeah, I've talked to you about that before, about that being a theory of mine. So, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it, it, humans are running water. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, that's blood- interesting. There's running water inside of the- Ryan's catching on. I think they, I think they uh, need to, they need to sort of hit it, it like they need to use that kind of energy like a battery. That's how they're able to manifest around in the world and move around. That's why people, some, you'll see something. Take my energy, mm-hmm. take it. I've heard it. I've seen it. Like spirit bomb, <laughs> spirit bomb. Okay. But yeah, so well, there, are, there are a lot of these stories though. We should definitely do another one of these series. But, oh yeah, we could. Yeah, we, we can get into horror movies versus real life stories. Yeah. Definitely there's a good a topic. Lot of, there's a lot of them. Oh yeah, to, I mean, always, think of the inspiration they're getting from it. Oh yeah, real life yeah. paranormal, best you know, but scary story. Oh, we'll make that a new movie. Mm-hmm. Coming up, uh, we're going to do an interesting month, right? Yeah. Summer right. slaughter fast. Oh man, I can't wait. We're going to oh, talk man. about some horrific serial killers. Mm-hmm. And Spelling bee champions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Prolific serial killers. So, yes, please join us for the Slaughter Summer summer Slaughter Fest. Another uh, tongue yeah. twister. I can't, I can't wait. I, and it's definitely a, like a macabre thing, but it's definitely a, a guilty pleasure of mine. Yeah, like the guy with the nipple suit. <laughs> that's... No, that's... Uh, well, of mine, yeah. <laughs> 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 All right. 
happened. <laughs> well, we're basically going to talk about serial killers we haven't talked about yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's yeah. so many. A lot there's of murders. Lot. They're all around us, really. Mm-hmm. And you could walk down the street staff. and just observe one of your random neighbors, <laughs> and chan- chances are you'll see them kill someone. <laughs> Whispering Damn. to the axe. <laughs> it's dark. Well, we're in Tucson. <laughs> very true. Tucson very has yeah. taken a very dark turn in the last few years. and It has. Mm. Ain't gonna lie, it has. Stay creepy, Tucson. <laughs> God, I can't even. Stay uh, creepy, Tucson. Like Ryan's encouraging it. All, all I'm saying, I man, is it. if you want a real good horror story, go downtown at like two o'clock in the morning and walk down an alley. Mm. Oh my God! Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll you'll never be the same. Yeah, you know when that's I was. Where I, that's where I prey on people. <laughs> Alan looks proud of himself. If you see Alan, I'm worried about Alan now. Me too. Praying Go on people. I, mean, I could see him praying on. Wish you guys had someone <laughs> praying for you. So okay, when I was little, I remember being on Fourth Avenue, and there was this huge thing that they found. Oh bullshit! Uh, they found hands. <laughs> they found hands in a trash can. They were like severed hands. What? And as a little girl, I was actually afraid of dumpsters. Like Are I know you? this sounds ridiculous, but every time I saw big dumpsters, I was like, "There's cut off hands in there. What if there's body parts in there?" And I oh remember it was a big thing. Did, I think I was like seven. So what's with it? Did you say that there were hands? in this? Or yeah, they were severed hands found in the trash can of 4th Avenue. What? Yeah, and I went to this coffee shop. It was probably like Chocolate Iguana or something like that, and I went there with my mom and one of her friends, and everyone was talking about it, and we're walking back to the car, and he's like, yeah, they found her hands somewhere down there. And what? he pointed at this big dumpster. Have and you seen my saw time, or my hands? <laughs> I am still like, Ugh. when I had to take out trash at the clinic... Ooh, oh, getting close man. to that dumpster, I'm like, there's going to be a body in here. For I had sure. a coworker once that was a trash man, mm-hmm. and uh, he had to. He was a trash man for like three years, and um, he they, they they dumped a uh, a girl like a 12 year old girl into a trash can, and when he like, he picked it up and he dumped it into like the compactor, oh, like the oh, fell out. Man. Oh, and man. he he had to quit after that and go to like therapy for like a while. Oh yeah. my god! And then I heard on the East Coast, you know how it gets so cold, the homeless jump into the trash cans, and sometimes when mm. they fall asleep, they get picked up, and with the number of trash going on them, they suffocate, mm. and then they're like shredded once. I they're think well, the compactor. Yeah. I think that was Ru- like Rudy Giuliani's like whole plan in in New York City. <laughs> yeah. So statistically <laughs> speaking, for the yeah. listeners, most trash people are murderers. It's true. It's true. Like I would say, ninety percent. I don't have proof, but I believe this. Yeah. Oh my god! Just try to get one to smell. Smile. It won't work. Summer slaughter fest is gone really yeah. sour. Oh, uh, we're gonna we're gonna say some really not okay things, but I'm gonna be okay with it. Episode one is gonna be about our garbage man Ted and how we suspect. <laughs> He, he's, he's got bodies in his trash can for sure. Oh, yeah. I think Finally, someone likes my work. <laughs> I know. That made me feel a little proud of myself. <laughs> Want to do stand-up, Alan? Yeah, I'll do sit-down. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, this has been a fun episode. <laughs> You're missing the Fear of the Southwest podcast. This has been fun. This is Drew. I'm Stephanie. Alan. 
I'm Ryan. Stay creepy, guys. Laters. I'll miss you so much. Bye.